0: What's going on? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. I am your host, James Grande, I'm here alongside my good friend, Sean Mitchell. Sean, seven gamer we have for Tuesday's uh, Tuesday slate. What's going on? How are you feeling about it uh, after our first look?
1: Um, you know, uh, seven-gamer, usually kind of the bread and butter when we start getting to those you know medium slates. Got a couple of good games, really, though. It's kind of like concentrated on kind of lower, you know, lower spreads, uh, lower um, over-unders, uh, you know, it, you know. besides the fact that New Orleans and Portland is probably going to be, you know, that late-night hammer, um, you know, Atlanta-Houston probably has a, a pretty decent total. But other than that, you know, like we have 228 in Utah-Boston. The rest of them are around like, you know, OKC-Chicago is, is kind of a low-scoring game new york philly even though philly is kind of a faster team new york has been playing really slow and then of course you know miami and cleveland um so you know you kind of got some lower totals just a few games that kind of stick out so it should be really interesting
0: yeah um i've i've found it so weird to see utah with all these high totals every every time out but man they constantly hit the over because they are a well-oiled machine but uh
1: they're a good defensive team too, is the crew. yeah. So. That is
0: ain't that the truth? And I mean, they still are, but um, they right. are definitely more balanced than they've been in uh, years past. Let's see. I wanted to just quickly look, uh, pulling the standings up. I wanted to see. Um, yeah, they're averaging a hundred and seventeen points per game. Sean, oh. Oh. one, two, third in the NBA right now. Wow! Not something that's you bad see. Bad. Not something you see from your uh, from the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Utah Jazz generally, but um, pretty I mean, impressive. Points a game is
1: pretty salty, man. That's, that's a, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, good. I
0: mean, they're they're only behind Brooklyn and Milwaukee, so those are the only two only two teams above them in the uh, points per game category. It's crazy to to that's think. All right?
1: yeah, that's really interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But with that, let's jump into the point guard position where we will be starting, as always. We'll break it down um, by position. Now, we have Damian Lillard at the top of the list. But what's interesting about Damian Lillard at the top of the list, Sean, is CJ McCollum is off the injury and will be returning. Um, And, you know, we are at point guard, but it is worth mentioning. uh, I don't. There hasn't been an announcement. If there's a limitation, I'd assume so, um, considering it was a broken foot. But this all circles back to Dame. It is a fantastic matchup. But 10-8 with a returning McCollum. What are your thoughts on Lillard here? Uh, Ernie has an 80 fantasy point game against the Pelicans this year.
1: Well, I think two things. Um, one, One... I do think that he's going to be on some kind of limit. I mean, coming off a major injury like that, you can't fully expect you know a guy to just jump back into thirty-eight minutes. I, you know, it, I don't feel like he's probably going to play over thirty. I mean, I feel like Dame is probably still going to have decent value. I mean, let's, and that was the next point. It was like Dame usually is around nine-five to ten k even right. with with CJ. So. To to act like it like the price is crazy with, with CJ even being in, I don't feel like that's an absurdity or anything. Um, as you mentioned, he's had a really good game against the Pelicans already, uh, and the simple fact that that might lower his ownership. I mean, you got to think that people are gonna be like, "Oh man, CJ's back in," you know, can't play a game at ten K. Um, so I really kind of like the play. I really like it a lot. We we already know this is gonna be that late night hammer that's probably gonna have a two you know thirty five 236 total. Um, I really like it. I think I think it's a good play, uh, and you know, to be flat out honest, if you look kind of down below in the point guard list, you know, you get past Trey Young uh, and it kind of, you know, Ben Simmons or whatever, and it starts to kind of get to your mid-tier cash plays. So um, for me, I think it's a great GPP play for sure.
0: I'm with you. Um, I could definitely get behind it in tournaments. I don't think I'd be going there in cash. Um, you can if you want, but especially yeah. on DraftKings at ten eight. Like I would rather go to ten two and play Trey Young against a uh, just a simply beat up Rockets team. Um, yeah. I, I really do like Trey here. I think the six hundred dollars yeah. um, could be nice to save going uh, from Trey.
1: Trey's nine k on Fanduel. I mean, oh wow, that's really cheap. You know, so he's eleven k, eleven hundred in savings there. That that's cheap, like man. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. But you're right. Like the rest of the point guard position.
1: Not that
0: great. (laughs) Not that great at all. Um, I think an interesting note here is Kevin Porter is point guard only shot on DraftKings $7,000. Now, I don't think that's crazy, uh, just considering what we've gotten uh, in two of three games and considering John Wall's out. Would you, considering that you, you know, strictly play on DraftKings, would you pay seven thousand dollars for Kevin Porter against the Atlanta Hawks?
1: I mean, try, I'm trying to see who else is out for them. Uh, Eric Gordon's still out, a while out, Oladipo
0: House, is uh, playing. Oladipo is playing, but you also he played last game,
1: game. he I mean, did
0: play last game, and it will Porter and Porter did still. not play nearly as well. He still played 30 minutes, but. Um, three of twelve eight. from the floor,
1: and that's the problem that you're going to run into. And and we all know this. Like Victor Oladipo is a high usage player. Right. Um, he's averaged probably around twenty eight to thirty percent most of you know his starting career, I would say. Yep. Um, at least twenty five plus. Uh, so yeah, to pay seven, you know, to pay seven k for him, I don't feel like I can do it. Uh, I don't care. I we we talked about this I think on the last pod about how Atlanta has been playing a lot better defense too. So. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can go there. I I mean, I don't feel like – even knowing that we can get 30-plus minutes out of him, I just feel like with Vic alongside of him playing pretty much the same minutes that he is, there's probably not going to be enough usage to go around for him to score 40 fantasy points You know, on 9 out of 10 times playing in that role. So that's kind of where I feel like I'd probably just fade and let – all the other people who want to play him there, go ahead and play him and just kind of hope for the best.
0: (laughs) I tend to agree. And I think we have some viable options below him. Lonzo ball is $200 cheaper in a great matchup against um, the trailblazers in a total. We are recording on Monday night, but in a total that we assume is high two thirties, Mike Conley, um, 6,500 going up against Kemba Walker defense uh, has gone for 30 fantasy points in five of his last six games. He is sixty five hundred. Um and then you get Dennis Schroeder against Minnesota. You have um the Heat guys, Goran Dragic, who is coming off of one of eleven, but, you know, still twenty three fantasy points. I think there's a lot of options
1: yeah, I think sure. you can. Yeah, I think you can easily pay down at point guard here. You know, Alonzo, he's still kind of six in that cash range for me. I mean, the guy's been playing lights out as far as you know, shooting from the perimeter. You know, right. you know, John shared us the stat in the in the DM the other day. You know, Alonzo's, you know, basically one of the best three point shooters in the league right now. His percentage is really good. Um, Portland, as we know, has not been very good against guards. Um, I, I do like the Dennis Schroeder call. Minnesota again, uh, you know, right. Gotta we gotta know that, you know, they're not very good on defense. Dennis Schroeder has actually played really well. Um, put up a couple of 30 plus fantasy point games here. Has had a decent pretty string there, like last five of six or four or five. So that's a really good spot. Um, but I really like Gordon Dragic here. I mean, Cleveland has been very bad, very, very bad against the point guard spot. He's five point five on FanDuel, and I'm sure he's probably around six K ish or maybe on draft kings is my guess
0: Yeah, that 61
1: 61 okay i still think that's fair um because i think he can go for 30 plus here i think there's a little bit still a little value there um but yeah that's probably where i would go i probably think lonzo at cash um not not crazy about kimba uh Conley i think is fine um considering you know he is going up against kimba kimba doesn't play the greatest defense uh then schroeder um And then probably Goran Dragic. But I really like Dragic at his price.
0: Yeah, I agree with uh, everything you just said, to be quite honest. Um, What is Jalen Noel's price point on FanDuel?
1: 4.5.
0: So I think you can go back to the well with Noel you can go back to...
1: Price, why is Price not moving? Is And I know that he's kind of leveled out and plateaued out a little bit. You know, he's played 28, 27, 24 minutes over the last three. Had a really good matchup with Portland. Played 24 minutes. Scored 14 points, but only four boards, two assists, and a steal. Um, 25 fantasy points, roughly. Um, you know, but he has went over 20 fantasy points in his last three. I think, you know, people are still kind of clinging on to that 47 pointer he had against the Pelicans, which seems like a lot of point guards and, and guards have had good games against the Pelicans. Um, <clears throat> against the Lakers, I, I don't like it. I really don't. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you.
0: I don't disagree. Um, I will say this is a slightly different Lakers defense. No no, no Davis, no Gasol to kind of anchor the, the back half. Um, and Dennis Schroeder Dennis is not the best defender. Um, and I'm just going to say this joke. Uh I'm I'm willing to go back to the no
1: well. <laughs> All right. All right. That was the dad joke for sure. Yeah,
0: that was dad. <laughs> okay, let's move on.
1: Um but I so, mean let me ask you, what do you think about Tomas Sadaransky? I mean, uh, I mean yep, that's, that's where I was that's exactly really where I was going, Johnny. Game. Yeah, I figured you were, but I wanted to beat you to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um look, the Bulls have made a a change for the better. They lost a couple games in a row. Um they had they had been reeling four or five before this this kind of shakeup uh, in their lineup. And look, we know Sadoransky can be an effective TFS player. Like yeah. He he's Working not going play, to play, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's not going to shoot, right? Like the eight shots probably is his is his ceiling, which yeah. Which you and I both know, like, isn't comfortable knowing it. Like, going into a night, like, that's not a comfortable feeling. But right. he's a very good passer. Uh, he's contributes in a lot of stats, and he we- contributes in a, in a lot of different categories. And and we saw that. I mean, in 26 minutes, he got us 33 and a half DK points, right. and he had 10, 6, 7, 2 blocks, and a steal. So um, as long as he's going to continue to start, he's 3600. dollars I think he's going to be very popular. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, he it just it is what it is, and and I think he works in cash as long as he's starting, and yeah. um, I do think you could play him in tournaments, and I do think a pivot, uh, Sean. I just want to throw this out there. Flip side of this game, as long as the Mahiluk is ruled out, uh, I think Ty Jerome for the Oklahoma City Thunder on the flip side of this game could be uh, viable here, and John has actually been um, outing him quite a bit yep he has been like for for quite a while and i like gave him some you know thought. Um, M- Maldone is returning and i think you can you could probably play him depending on his price 5400 on draftkings not my favorite um but he was playing uh he being jerome was playing near 30 minutes when Maldonado was healthy, so I think we need to we need to keep tabs on Svi Myluk's right. status uh, in order for this Jerome thing to uh, become a thing.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. I mean, we know the Bulls are not very good against you know right. any spot really, and, um, and they but even say. worse against the backcourt. So. Totally agree. Uh, I know, yeah, to definitely props to John on that one because he was definitely the first first, uh, first in on that one. He he was definitely all about it. So and I totally agree. I mean, I, I'm worried a little bit with Maldon coming back. I am. I'm not going to say that I'm not. But um, at the price, I mean, I still think you can easily, you know, look for him. Cash, I think it's, it's kind of getting a bit risky. I think you can just kind of go to, you know, Sadoransky if he yeah. starts, but You know, in tournaments for sure, yeah, I'm all for it.
0: Um, let's shift our focus over to shooting guard, where uh, we have a couple intriguing options up here. We have Zach Levine at nine thousand, um, Donovan Mitchell eighty nine, Shea Gilgis Alexander off the injury report at eighty eight hundred, and finally in the AK tier, Big Depot, eight K tier, Victor Oladipo eighty three hundred against the Hawks. Uh,
1: what is uh, a C J McCollum on DK?
0: C J McCollum is seventy five hundred dollars, and uh, the kicker Sean is that he is a point guard only on draft?
1: Games.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So... Um, yeah, I, I don't love that, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I don't like the fact that he's a point guard. Like, I don't like the fact that James Harden is only point guard eligible yeah. now. I mean, I get it, because he is essentially the point guard, but we're getting Kyrie multiple position eligibility, so why don't we get Harden in multiple positions? But, nevertheless, um, of the group of levine mitchell sga Depot. do you have um who are the likes the dislikes who are you interested in who are you not interested in uh,
1: yeah, i i really like depot here yeah um, i so. don't think i don't really think that you can get away from that especially at the yeah. price he's you know, under 8k here on on uh fanduel 7.7 7. that's kind of a silly price to be up against uh, you know an atlanta team that we know they've been better, but at the same time, it's still the Hawks. Um, it's going to be a fast-paced game. We know that. I, I'm thinking that the total is probably going to be like in the two thirty-two range. Is my guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, All the depot is easily probably my favorite as far as a price point dollar goes. Um, I really like Shea Gilgis. Um, think that you know, I don't. You know, Todd Drone with Shea Gilgis back might not easily be a thing too. So yeah, that's true. Um, that doesn't help his case at all. Uh, I'm really <laughs> going to point that out, but no, nonetheless, you know, SGA, you get him here at 8K on FanDuel. I don't really know what it, what what is the price on DraftKings? Um, uh, eighty eight hundred dollars. You know, it's still not too awful bad, because like again, I mean, and the thing is, is like Saturansky a pretty salty defender, so yep. I'm not just like crazy about it. Like I would probably much more, you know, be happy or comfortable with it on Fanduel, where he's 8k yep um because of the simple fact that I, I just don't know if I can pay 9.5 or 10k close to for Zach Levine I'm still not there yet on Levine like Sam I just don't think that he can score 50 plus every night I don't think he can like and that's he's getting to that price range where all of his upside is taken out so for me yeah it's like it's, it's looking at Victor Oladipo easily <laughs> I mean seems pretty clear-cut
0: Yep, um, 33% usage for Depot with Gordon, Wall, Christian Wood off the floor. Um, so Too easy. Too easy. Too easy. Um, and I agree. I think I would kind of skip out on this uh, upper echelon tier other than Oladipo. And uh, honestly, I'd probably drop down Anthony Edwards next, who is coming off a career high, 34 actual points, um, even after leaving that game. And I know, again, you mentioned the Lakers defense. Sure, I don't disagree. But we're talking about a kid who,
1: good, who man. is really
0: balling gotta, right gotta now. Got
1: to give props to Johnny on that one, too. because Yeah, he, John
0: was all over Anthony Edwards on and He was in
1: that drum for a while. And, Sean, I just
0: want to point out, Anthony Edwards in two matchups with the Lakers this year, and and mind you, on 38% shooting, so he's not shooting the ball well against them. So your, your point about their defense is correct. Um 21 and a half actual and 38.1 DraftKings points per game huh? against the Lakers this year. Um the price we you know no discount anymore 7200 yep. over on DraftKings.
1: Let's say yeah those days are gone.
0: But I mean let's run through the let's run through the catalog 46 37 40 32 36 35 45. Those are the last 7 games in terms of DraftKings points. So he's hit or exceeded 5x in Six of those seven, and it was like 4.8x the one time he didn't. Um, st- are, are you in on Edwards, or like are you <laughs> dipping down into like the next year of guys?
1: I was about to say, I, I'm gonna hate to say this, and I know Johnny's not gonna probably like it, but he's getting into cash range. I mean, yes, he is. He is. he's yeah. just getting into that range where he's gonna be meeting just that smidge of value that you're gonna need to make sure your cash, you know, lineups are, are solid. Um, considering the, you know, the type of minute and usage he's getting now with, with Noah Malik Beasley, with no D'Angelo Russell. Um, yeah, he's become like the, you know, he's basically become the number one. I mean, right. um, he, he's handling the ball a lot more. He's, you know, he, he's doing a lot. Um, but at the same time, yeah, that price is starting to get up there. Uh, it's not fun, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, like I said, I think more so he's probably getting into a cash realm for me. But yeah, at his price right now, I think he's still viable in tournaments. I still think you can go there. Don't love the matchup, really don't at all. Um, but yeah, I think he's totally fine on this leg. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind it.
0: Well, let's move down. Um, in case there are people who are tournament players only and aren't in a roster, at the Edwards. Um, where <laughs> are we looking? I mean, I think Jordan Clarkson at sixty three hundred is is a tournament play always. Um, yeah. Dependent on what happens with the Knicks, Alfred Payton was like suddenly questionable or a game time decision after being doubtful all day. But if he doesn't play, I mean, we have to take a look at Emmanuel quickly, yeah. right? I yeah, look like quickly. Um, but where else are we going? I mean, we're not going to play smart yet. There's still a limit there. Kevin Horger like, is whatever and fifty seven hundred. I'm I'm not paying that on DraftKings. Um.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. Probably not a lot of people are going to like this, but I think Seth Curry is very interesting. I know it's not the greatest spot, but Philadelphia plays with a little bit of pace. This is kind of a pace up spot for the Knicks. And Curry's been playing well. I mean, he's been Great. playing pretty good. Um, you know, 32 fantasy points last game. He's now put up 29 plus and two of his last three and over 22 or 23, I guess, over 23 fantasy points his last four straight. Um, it's probably more of a, of a cashy type play, obviously, but he does still have upside. We know that. Um, you know, I know the Sixers are kind of getting back into the swing. You know, they had a lot of guys that went out, were out of COVID, you know, and uh, now Joel, you know Joel Embiid is out for, you know, multiple weeks now. Um, I think that usage has kind of got to be spread around because, you know, Simmons was starting to get a lot of the usage there. Uh, and and rightfully so, he probably will. Tobias Harris will probably get his uses, but I think Seth Curry is going to get a a pretty good uptick here. Um, I think it's interesting. I think um, he's a good tournament play. Um, other than that, like to be, you know, I think you know, Court Maz on the same on the same realm with with yep. Philadelphia, he's been playing well too. Uh, Four point three on FanDuel is pretty is pretty decent price. So I think I'm totally fine with that. Um, yeah, more so, I'm probably just gonna. <laughs> And I hate for FanDuel folks uh, for that realm, but I think you're just looking at like Oladipo, uh, Seth Curry. Uh, You can maybe you know look at Anthony Edwards, of course. Um, Think Anthony Edwards is definitely above Curry, but uh, Depot Edwards, you know Curry, Court Maz. If you want to get real freaky, you know you can maybe look at like a Joe Ingles, or you know Ty Jerome's a shooting guard on FanDuel, so obviously he's there uh, if you want to go there. Other than that, that, yeah, that's all that—that's all that I can even think that I would probably be looking at at the shooting guard spot.
0: What are your thoughts on Tyler Hero? Are we chasing? Are we chasing? Uh, 41, and a, Forty-one and a decision. fantasy points last time out, and um, we talked about Dragic, right? You, you love Dragic yeah. in this matchup. Um, I mean, you know, Colin Sexton is is playing 40 minutes a night at shooting guard and Darius Garland, at, like neither of these guys play a lick of defense. I don't know, man. Hero starting to heat up two of the last three. He's looked really good offensively. 5,500 now on draft
1: games. And then, and then you think the six point game and the right. 12 point. game, Right. You know, right. Like
0: well, This is yeah. you in a nutshell, right? Tournaments, baby. Like this is, this is, this is like, this is like you, like you are Tyler Hero.
1: Like, like I even like I even swoop right on past Tyler Hero. Like uh, you know, being a tournament player that I am. Like uh, at six two on what is he on DraftKings? He's 6'2". two on he, FanDuel. He is only
0: fifty five hundred dollars.
1: Okay, see I mean okay. I mean yeah, at fifty five, at six point two on 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 uh, FanDuel, I don't, I don't know if I I mean Maybe in tournaments, but I think I would just go up to Anthony Edwards uh, or just go down to – you know, Seth Curry is such a salary saver right there, um, and I feel like they can equally score about the same points. I mean, I think KRO definitely has the, the bigger upside. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but whenever all of the Miami Heat are fully staffed, and it's it's really hard with Butler. And you know, I know Tyler Hero runs a lot of the second unit. Uh, so it, you know the the opportunity is, is most definitely there as we mentioned Cleveland is just terrible uh, against guards lately. Um, yeah, like I said, it, I don't know. I don't like it on Fanduel, but DraftKings you, you, more so because he shoots a lot of threes. Uh, I could probably do. Yeah, I could probably go with it on DraftKings.
0: All right, let me throw another name out there for you, and I, I don't know if he's a shooting guard or a small forward on Fanduel. Um, and this is going to be contingent on the Knicks. Injuries. Um, Reggie Bullock is he a shooting guard or small forward?
1: He is a shooting guard.
0: So let me preface this by saying we are again we are recording on Monday night uh, at halftime of the Knicks Nets game. He has seventeen actual points in twenty one minutes. So he has he has played twenty one of the twenty four minutes in the first half, and uh, we know Austin Rivers is out. We know.
1: They do, I mean, they're down, yeah, they're down. So, I think that, and he
0: played played 36 minutes the other night, so I think if we were to get news that the same guys were out for the Knicks, I would, a $3,800 Reggie Bullock, I would consider.
1: Tournaments, yeah, tournaments. I mean, he's another guy that's just totally shot dependent. I mean, he doesn't give you a lot of other counting stats. It's kind of, you know... (laughs) I guess like in a Wayne Wayne Ellington type you know yep. scenario where you know the simple fact is is that he's gonna have to shoot well for your for for him to have any value. Um sure. you know, but at the same at the same time, uh, talking about Philly here who has not been very good against wings, uh, I don't mind it, yeah. I don't mind it for he's three point five on FanDuel. Um so, yeah, I think uh, as long as, the, you know, those guys are still out, that's obviously going to allow him to, to get the extended run. So, yeah, good look. Good, I, I, yeah, I think I, I totally agree with you there. I think that's a good look, a good find. Uh, he's cheap. Uh, tournaments only for me, but, yeah, I think it's a decent look.
0: Yeah, plus how you were talking about how depleted the position is at shooting guard, I just,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, small forward is yeah. a little bit better. We have uh, the uh, that guy, LeBron, at the top yeah. of the list. Um, second leg went back to back, but it is a matchup against Minnesota, and then we have Mr. Buckets at uh, 9,800, coming off 63 against Orlando. There is a note about Bam Adebayo, and Bam Adebayo is probable to play, so he is. Butler is 9,800 to prefer LeBron 10-5 on a back-to-back back against Minnesota or Butler for the streaking Heat. Um, 9,800, but bam, it's back.
1: <clears throat> that's my problem is that Jimmy Butler is 11,000 on FanDuel. Volleyball. Oh, my let lord. That, let me put that out there.
0: <laughs> oh, my lord.
1: I'm definitely not paying 11,000 for him. Yeah, uh, no. It, you know, LeBron's 10-4 on FanDuel, and I think that's going to be an easy, easy pick right there. As long as LeBron is in this game against Minnesota, because we know how bad Minnesota is. I think you got to pick. I think you got to go with with LeBron here. I mean, yeah, I don't you're wrong. I love Jimmy. Jimmy's been. I've been playing a lot of Jimmy lately, and he's been coming through. But it is Cleveland. Uh, I, you know, I don't think that this game can. You know, likely. I don't You know, I don't think he could stay around. You know, I don't think they can hang around a, that very long. I just don't feel like the game is going to be as close. Miami's opened up as a minus ten favorite, so. I wanted to go look at that real quick. Um, they are a double-digit fave. That's kind of what I expected. Um, I don't think I can pay that kind of price for Jimmy in, in that kind of spot. Like, if if Miami gets ahead and we only get three-quarters of Jimmy and we think that Tyler Hero, Goran Dragic, <laughs> I mean, right. the list goes on, we think all these guys are going to play good. Somebody's not going to play good. Right. Uh, and to be, you know, Jimmy Butler being the highest player, I could easily see him, like, you know, going for, like, 42 fantasy points and letting everybody down. Like, that's just, like, an envision in my head. I just feel like, oh, yeah, this, this could easily happen. So, for me, you know, as long as LeBron is, is, is probable, like he's been all season, whenever he's been in game time, and he's good to go, like, I just feel like it's much better. And I hate to say that because Minnesota's not good either. But uh, I think that the game environment will be better for LeBron.
0: Yeah, and uh, LeBron already said he's not sitting in the second half. So...
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, he- we'll
0: see. If, we'll see if that. We'll see if that <laughs> is true. But he said, "quote He is not planning to take games off for the uh, for the rest. Take games off for rest over the second half of the season." So that's
1: because he watched the last dance and he knew that. You that know, is true. Taking the games he, off, so yeah, he-, he
0: had a lot of time off. He definitely watched the last dance for sure. <laughs> Um, the next tier down, we have guys like Brandon Ingram and Jalen Brown. I, bo- I think they're both okay. I, I don't like – neither of them really get me excited. Brandon Ingram, this is not the same player we were getting earlier in the year. It's a lot more inconsistent. Um, Jalen Brown, uh, same thing, really hasn't looked great with Kemba. And, uh, and-, and Jalen Brown's been dealing with a little – I think yeah. it's a knee – and I think he's going to be dealing with the knee the rest of the year. I'm pretty sure they came out and said so. Like, I would rather go down even further. Uh, RJ Barrett, who's 6,200 and he's been balling lately, you know, I think the Philly defense is slightly more exploitable. Um, without Embiid protecting the rim, right. I don't hate Boyan in tournaments, I don't love Boyan in tournaments. Um, I'm actually just looking through the rest of his position, Sean, and I gotta tell you, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I don't. You, like, you tell me where you're gonna go because.
1: Well, I, I'm guessing because you're looking at DraftKings. Gallinari is not a small forward, but he is. He is, but like he's been playing good minutes, man. He's, he's six starter against Houston. Like, Fifty-nine. Playing, okay. He's 5.6 on FanDuel. I guess that's kind of why I'm like, eh, you know. 59. I mean, we did, did, did match up. 52 fantasy points against Orlando. Don't True. get me wrong. He played 39 minutes. But, uh, you know, he has played 39, 29, 29, 28. And he's put up 25 fantasy points in all four games.
0: I'll give you Gallup.
1: 100% I'll give you Gallup. playing good, man. And another one, and, you know, I know Bam's back, but Larry Nance, you will know, play 28 and 25 minutes. If you think that... And I know that he's been on the restriction, but, you know, by this time it could be potentially lifted um, because he's already played two games since, you know, the returning. Uh, He hasn't performed well with Kevin Love back. uh, You know, it kind of hurts things. Um, Maybe I'm not so much on Larry Nance just yet. You know, now that I do remember that, never love loved doubtful, Sean. Is okay, yes. love is doubtful. Okay, never mind. Uh, so Larry Nance, yeah, my boy, Larry, no, I'm joking, <laughs> but uh, no, Larry Nance, I think, is, is interesting. I don't think a lot of people will probably play that against Miami, but I mean, if he plays 30 minutes, I mean, if, if you know, with with love out, I think he can probably easily, you know, hit value. He's 5.4 on FanDuel, I'm sure he's not much more on DraftKings. Um, so he's kind of interesting. Um, our boy Carmelo Anthony. Uh, yep. has, been, has been playing pretty decent lately. Um, you know, put up 30 and 45 in his last two games. He's, he's playing really well. Uh, he's getting good minutes, 29, 31 minutes. I know both of them were against Minnesota. So, I mean, you can take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but at the same time, you know, a couple games ago against Golden State, 31 minutes, you know, 30 fantasy points. Charlotte, 32 minutes, 54 fantasy points. Uh, like I said, and then 45 against Minnesota. He's kind of looking like that old mellow, uh, And he's cheap. Um, so kind of looking, kind of looking there, um, when you kind of get down in the, in the lower tier, you know, like Danny Green, I think is interesting for the same, all the same reasons that most of the Sixers are, um, no Joel Embiid's going to give the uptick of the usage to, to uh, certain players. I think Danny Green probably gets more shots in that realm. Um, what is Poku? Poku? Let's
0: see. Is Poku a small forward?
1: Oh, we're talking about from or, uh, we're talking OKC. about okay. My... See,
0: yeah, oh, the, the Hoku, he is a power forward. Hang
1: on a second, let me see what I do not see him in the small forward. Let me see if he's in
0: power forward because they have um already ruled out. Uh, yeah, Be- power forward, power forward. Okay, we'll save, we'll save, we'll table that discussion. We'll say, uh, uh, Al Horford and Darius Basley already ruled out, so uh, just throwing that out there a little tease and we'll uh because i mean like even me i'm just looking through i
1: i mean other than, like i said danny green's 4.7 on on FanDuel. kind of when i get down below that um you know chetty Osman, um but it's miami and it's not great right. uh, larry Nance
0: off- is 4.7 by the way i know you you were talking i know you did you love larry Nance, and uh that's 4.7k yeah,
1: Wow! Yeah, I'm definitely playing him at four point seven. Yeah,
0: and and no that's, Kevin Love.
1: Right, right. I mean, that's, yeah. I don't. Yeah, he played twenty eight, twenty five minutes the last two games. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta expect that he's probably gonna at least get twenty five. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Um, I know Otto Porter is really cheap. Played only he played twenty one minutes against Toronto. I mean, he's been kind uh-huh. of back in seventeen, twelve, twenty one. You know the Bulls are having their problems, as we know. Put twenty, put up twenty-seven fantasy points against Toronto. Eleven points, seven boards, three assists, one one steal, all in twenty minutes. I mean, looking good. Um, So kind of, you know, maybe something you can throw around in tournaments. Um, You know, Kenyon Martin. <laughs> uh, I guess we gotta we gotta talk about Kenyon yep.
0: Martin. Um, yep. We
1: do. Guys played 32, 28, 30 minutes in his last three. He's put up 31, 40, and 37 fantasy points. Guys just been ball. Like and I like get, his dad. You know, <laughs> like his dad. Exactly. Like his dad you know he you know he is you know, and that's what threw me off on DraftKings because they put him as KJ Martin Jr. KJ Martin, yeah. And on FanDuel it's Kenyon Martin, and I'm like, wait a minute, like <laughs> where's the junior at? So like, you see the Kenyon Martin, you're like, uh, so, But, you know what? He's 3.5 still on Fandle. What? 3.5. 3.5K. On, uh, okay. He yeah. is
0: 5,300 over on the old DK machine.
1: That's crazy, man. That's nuts. Totally nuts that he's, that Fandle dropped the ball that bad. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, yeah. You know, 13 points, 15 actual, 21 actual... 9, 10, 4 rebounds, 1 and 3 assists. He's had 5 blocks and 5 steals in those 3 games. Playing good, man. Playing really good.
0: I can get behind it. And uh, shout out um, Matisse Thybul for my last...
1: Uh, okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much fine with like my, pretty much all the cheap sixers. Like, right, all the cheap sixers, true.
0: Sure. Sure. Just pick and choose a couple of them. It's a tough matchup, but, dude, Thybul, last 4 games... His steals, 3-3, three, 5-2. Three, that's real, by the way. He is yep. a nasty he's, defender.
1: He's, he is a defensive-minded player. Yeah, he is a wizard. He's, a, he's so. a 3-D wing. I mean, that's, that's yep. what he's Yep. So let me ask you one more person. All right. All right. And I, and I know Johnny is going to love this because he's a big Kenrich Williams fan. And, you know, he's played 28 and 25 minutes and two-year point with Poku. He's put up 21 and 25 fantasy points in those. Mm. Now, those guys rolled out. Does he, you know, does he, does he blip your radar a little bit? Mm, I think the Lou Dort status
0: I matters think. to me a little bit. Yeah. Lou Dort is questionable. Um, so what we know about OKC is Baisley is out, Horford's out. Mm-hmm. We know Maldon is playing, SGA's playing. Uh, L has gone. We don't know. Savine. Um, we don't know about Sfee. Uh It was a coach's decision not to play him yeah. um, last time out. We, so we don't know about Svi. So I I think the Lou Dort news matters. Maybe maybe yeah. he does because their their
1: depth in the front court is Moses well, Brown. You know, Enrich can play power forward, center, even right. He'll do that for the Pelicans too. I mean, he's kind of like a multi top player so i was like i saw that and i was like wait he's been playing really good minutes i was like that's interesting he's 3.5k on Fanduel. um just just you know just another one to throw out there in case like you said lou dort does sit uh they're gonna have to you know result to somebody And, and i think that you know williams easily could pick up some 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 of the good minutes that he's been seeing lately so anyway it
0: i think it i think it makes sense um because he can probably play the small a smaller power forward role. I mean he's like six six, but I mean the bulls play Mark who's like a stretch forward, so you know. Yeah. Not like yeah. not a, yeah, I was
1: about to say, yeah, they're starting with Thad and, and you know and Laurie Marknon at the right. The, so definitely yeah. a smaller, smaller front court. Um let's shift our attention to the power forward position
0: where Julius Randle on a back to back tops the list along with Jason Tatum and a uh, sub nine k Zion Williamson, which I feel like we haven't seen in a while. Um, I'll also throw Tobias Harris into the into that mix too, yeah, because yeah, obviously yeah. no Embiid. Um, I honestly, I think we're both probably leaning Zion's and Harris. I think those two are probably the clear cut one two. I don't really care what order you put them in of of that group, but. Um, does Tatum or Randall pique your interest at all, or are you just gonna plug in Zion or Harris? Well,
1: Zion's 8.4 on FanDuel. That's so. stupid. That's stupid. I feel like I, just, I feel that's like yeah, that's, gonna, that's gonna be easily shoo in right there on FanDuel. He's gonna
0: right. be Sean, he's gonna be he'll
1: be 60%. Yeah, plus he's gonna be probably.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say 50, but I think you're probably closer. It's it's probably closer to 60, especially in cash, he'll be oh maybe like
1: 80 85 yeah own. yeah i don't know i mean i think tatum's intriguing but more for tournaments i mean yep. obviously that you know that's that's more of a tournament play i feel like um Brandle, uh cash maybe yeah yep. mm-hmm. i mean without Embiid, you know being down there in that presence i feel like he could probably thrive a little bit i don't know
0: for 60 in two of his last three games He's yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, 60
1: you know it's a good spot um Tony Bradley has been playing good, but uh mm-hmm. I still think Randall's is is yeah, you know, he's he's a star. I mean, he's good. Um, but yeah, like I said, at the price, you know, being around it's nine two on, on FanDuel as well. You know, he's he's upper getting into that spot where you gotta have fifty plus mm-hmm. even get close to value. So cash for me. Uh but yeah, I mean I don't mind Randall. Tatum's really interesting in tournaments, agree, though. With Zion though, I mean I just feel like he's kinda that guy you just kinda kinda plug. Um Tobias is obviously probably going to get ownership as well because we know that you know Embiid's out and his usage rate goes up quite immensely without Embiid. Um, but I want to I want to I want to get your take on John Collins who had a, just a monster game without Capel the other day. I know that we you know have seen John Collins just kind of you know spit and sputter and and kind of put up some decent games every once in a while. You know, you see the games before, we had 21, 30, 29, 24. Then, then there's a 60-pointer and then 30. Yeah. And then, like I said, 40, 40 fantasy points last game against Cleveland, 22 actual, 13 boards, one assist, one block. Um, the rebounds are, are kind of what's the big thing there, um, considering it was Jared Allen, Kevin Love. Uh, you know, Cleveland typically is pretty good rebounding. And mm-hmm. 13 boards without Capella, um, you know, kind of gets a um, – a better matchup here against Houston, who, you know, is playing probably likely Justin Patton at center or uh, you know, playing the small ball center top. So I think it's really interesting. Clint Capella is actually a game time decision. He's questionable tomorrow with that heel injury. Um, I think he could be a really, really, really interesting play if Capella sits again.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the key for me. I I don't yeah, yeah. think I'll go there if capella is active on um, outside of a tournament i think if capella sat i would probably consider collins in all formats because the mat like the matchup there's no capella he's only sixty seven hundred dollars on DraftKings, that's so 65 you're on oh uh, yeah i mean that i think that's c- close to a lock and load if capella doesn't play yeah, um i agree if he does it i think it's tournaments only
1: yeah i'm fine with that i'm good um Another one, you know, Kyle Kuzma has been playing really well. He was, uh, you know, I know, like you mentioned, we're recording on Monday night and I did the showdown for the late slate tonight, and uh, I think Kuzma is a really interesting play. He's been playing well, uh, 40-plus in his last two games, fantasy point-wise. Without, you know, that presence, strong presence down there, he's been averaging a double-double. He's put up a double-double in four of his last five games. Uh, He's been playing really well. You know, Minnesota is not great, uh, not a great defensive team. I um, think he's, you know, fair at six k. Uh, how do you feel about Laurie Markakinen now, at the at the five, and knowing that OKC okay, is so pretty much not going to have uh, much at the five there uh, with Isaiah Roby or whoever they decided. Moses
0: through? Moses Brown. Okay, that's right. I forgot um, about that. I think he's good. I, I I like the minutes. I can't dispute that. 32, 33 minutes, 30, 28 uh, minutes. I mean, after after a month absence, he hasn't been limited at all.
1: Yeah. Um, I was surprised so, to see that he just jumped like right back into like close to 30 minutes per game. And I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely good from a fantasy perspective. So yeah. uh, I. 5.5 uh, on FanDuel is uh, why I asked. That's really intriguing. It, my, <laughs> my, my one problem with him is he can be so scoring and rebound independent. I mean, he's averaging less than one assist per How do you average less than one assist per game? Please. <laughs> like, n- not, like, you can't, like, pass your teammates five times in a game and they're not going to make two of those shots? Like, I I just...
1: Right. I, what yeah, is, I, I agree. Like, that's, like, are you... Why are you... Uh, yeah, I don't even... I don't know. <laughs>
0: on the nights that he scores 30... He puts up like 40 fantasy points, which you know, at his price is really good. But yeah, I feel like I haven't, and I like Laurie Marketing quite a bit. I just wish from a DFS perspective, he did more. That's that's okay. all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know, the thing is, is that he can shoot threes, uh, he can block shots when he wants to, right? He can rebound, um. I just feel like he has a, a decently high ceiling. We just haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. Mm-hmm. because I mean, we, we did see it last season. We saw it the season before. Um, we know that he's got the upside. Right. Uh, I think it's a good spot. I think it's really interesting. I think we're, he's just getting back into the groove of things. And, you know, I, I don't like that he's playing the five. I don't like that at all, really, to be honest with you. I think that takes a lot away from him because of the simple fact that you know, Zach Levine is taking most of the shots. I mean, we already knew that. Um, and that's the biggest, I guess, the biggest thing for me with him, but at the same token, like he's still getting his, he still can fill up the sheet. Um, and it, it's a good spot. So, I mean, uh, you know, the price is still cheap and he's playing like, you know, just like we said, like he just jumped right at back, right back into 28, 30, 32 minutes. So, um, yeah, he's, he's really intriguing, real interesting. Um, uh,
0: um, Kenyon Martin Jr. is a power only on DraftKings. Definitely in play, 5300. Uh, Isaiah Roby also 5300. I mentioned
1: mm-hmm. Al
0: Horford and Darius Bazley officially ruled out. Uh, I think they're both in play, but yeah. I mean, I, I we teased it already. Poku, I'm not gonna. It's po, Poku Svesky. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's my best I'm attempt. <laughs> that's my best attempt. Poku Sveski. S- <laughs> Pokusevsky. There you go. I got it. Um, I mean, two of the last three, he's had big games. And
1: yeah.
0: he's top 30 minutes in three straight. He's in, in coming off a double-double. 23 actual in that double-double. Um, yeah. He is a seven-foot forward. Like, he doesn't play center, but he starts at forward. He, play, he can play the three. He could play the four. And he's huge. So
1: Not like Chris Asperzingis. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I will be playing him.
1: <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people will be playing him.
0: I mean, I mean he's forty four hundred on
1: on. you oh, you right? He's. I mean, we got to think that this guy's going to be chalky. I mean, you, you yeah. Bet. As
0: long as, and I and I think, I think he starts again. Uh, I guess, I guess I don't know. I I think he starts if Lou Dort doesn't play because I think um, they've they've kind of committed to Roby and Moses Brown here yeah. in the front court and I think I I mean obviously I want Poku to start, but I think he's in my player pool whether he starts or whether he comes off the bench because they are clearly committing OKC is full commitment to the young to this young nucleus. Like
1: to the young movement. So yeah.
0: So committed <laughs> I mean dude I mean there's no reason like I is George Hill really hurt like this, bad is Al Horford the, really the right?
1: is on. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, so I mean, I think Poku, Roby, both power forwards, both firmly, mm-hmm. firmly mm-hmm. In play for me.
1: Yeah, like you said, I think that they're just kind of finally realizing that they're not that good. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I know we all, me, me you, John, every, we all talked about how OKC was going to struggle. Like they have SGA, you know. And then they have SGA. Right. And then everybody SGA. else. And uh, then SGA. SGA. So yeah, it it wasn't good. We knew that coming into the season. It was kind of just a rebuilding year. And and they're yeah, I mean it's a good time right after the all-star break. Let these young guys get some get some minutes, get some experience, get some of that stuff under their belt. Uh so yeah, totally with you there. Um, you know, the only other one that I saw, to be honest, was uh maybe like a Mike Scott or a Marky e. Morris. I know Mark e. Morris is, continues to start. Um Mike Scott, you know, we know how he kind of tends to get into oh,
0: that. I hate playing Mike Scott.
1: Oh. Everybody does, and don't get me wrong, like, the guy sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I say that from a fantasy perspective. Right, right. Um, but we also know that he can put up 40 fantasy Yeah. Cards. So you kind of got to consider him for tournaments. But other than that, that, that's, yeah, I'm I'm good on power forward. Like, Marquise, and, and like I said, Mike Scott for tournaments.
0: Yeah, I'll, I will... I will let you play uh, Mike Scott sure. and, we'll com- and we'll compare lineups at the end of the night. <laughs> um, let's <laughs> stop talking about Mike Scott forever and let's move to center where um, there's no Joel Embiid. There's no Christian Wood officially ruled out. Mm-hmm. C- Clint Capella is questionable. Um, lots of band uh, Bam of bio should be returning. We know Andre Drummond's out. A lot of question marks here at the center, uh, but Carl Anthony Towns is topping the list. And he had one good game against Portland, one bad game against Portland. Um, no. I have been essentially full fading Carl Anthony and I know it sounds crazy, but, I mean, he really hasn't paid off his salary other than one game over his last five. Mm-hmm. Um, I will probably get some exposure here, though, because... We talked about it earlier. The Lakers' front court's they're, really hurting. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, they're, you know, Damian Jones is only playing 15, right. to 16 minutes. Then they're, you know, putting in Montrez O'Hara, who's yep. definitely a smaller center. Um, Kyle Kuzma plays some center. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, Kyle Anthony Towns could literally get, you know, roughly 20, you know, 20 ish to 22 minutes, roughly, with with basically a small ball approach for the Lakers. I think he could definitely easily smash that. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, he's 9-7 here on FanDuel, under 10K. Uh, yeah, I think I'm totally fine. I think a lot of people will probably – and I hate to say that a lot of people will probably scroll past him, but I think they will just because of the fact that he's playing the Lakers. Um, but, to be honest with you, there's really not – the center The center list is pretty, pretty bad. Like, You're
0: not going to chase Rudy Gobert's 74 fantasy playing game, Sean? Just, it's actually probably even more on fan that,
1: that makes me feel so much more better. And that makes me feel so much better about Carl Anthony Towns with you saying that. Because that's what I hope everybody does. <laughs> I,
0: I do think a lot of people are I do think a lot of people are gonna go there. Um, I just hope everybody chases Rudy Gobert. Like so I don't think it's a I actually think it's a it's not a bad a, play. I think it's a pretty good spot.
1: Forty two fantasy points last game that he played against Boston, February 9th, 18 points, 12 boards, three assists, three blocks. Um, but at the same time, what, how much is he on DraftKings? He is 8,200. Okay. He's 88 on FanDuel. Like, mm, yeah, pass. time we've seen Rudy Gobert be that kind of price. Like, and, and it's merely because, and I say it's merely because, but I know that, you know, the slates usually come out a day before, but it's, you know, he did put up 47, almost 50 fantasy points the game before against Houston, which Houston doesn't have a center. So. Um, I mean, they do, but we know what we're talking about here. Right. But nonetheless, like, I feel like his his price is overly inflated for for his last couple of games, and I, I don't know, man. Like, at eighty two, I think I'm probably okay. Like, I think I'm fine with that. But I, I think I would just probably pay up a little bit more and go to Carl Anthony. I
0: mean, I mean, I don't, I can't fault you for that whatsoever. I and I'm not you like,
1: because we're talking about you know Carl Anthony right now, but right. Still, I mean, yeah. Rudy, I'm used to, like, the 7.6, yep. 7.5 Rudy.
0: I think that we could play—I think Gobert profiles generally better as a cash game play anyway. For,
1: and, and I mean, we've said that gazillions of times. Right, um, right. He's the ultimate cash center most of the time.
0: Um, So Clint Capella revenge, question mark, if he plays up against Houston— yeah. I mean, I mean, he's gonna have 30 he, rebounds in this spot. I was just
1: about to say, I was like, he could easily go over 20, 20 here. Like, he
0: could. Like, if there was ever a spot that I could see somebody gr- getting 30 rebounds in a game, mm-hmm. like, it could be Clint Capella getting 30 I, rebounds. Could,
1: I mean, literally, who's gonna contest him on the boards?
0: Like, Justin Patton,
1: Sean. I, I get that, man. But like, <laughs> I, we've seen I Clint being Capella curious. just. Well, yeah, no, I knew you were being sarcastic, but. Like we've seen, Clint Capella just smash against some like really good right. centers. Uh, so, but yeah, Justin Patton is—he's is, been elite, man. He's been elite. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: speaking of elite, um, that run of elite play from Anascanter could come to an end. I
1: mean, I guess. Are we saying Stephen Adams is an elite defender, or are we saying he's an elite rebounder? Because that'd be that, one yeah. or the other.
0: Well. I think CJ McCollum definitely takes away from the offensive game of cantor sure. a little bit. Sure. Um, I think the rebounding will be there. I think cantor is proving he's okay. one of the best rebounders in basketball. I think, I just don't know how many more like 20 point double doubles we're going to get. And we're paying seven, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I, and it, it is Steven Adams on the other side. I. I uh, it's like, I feel like there are, Better spots than attacking Stephen Adams, like uh, yeah. Montrezl Harrell. I think for for one, uh, going up against the 30th ranked defense yeah. against centers.
1: Yeah, I was about to say he's been getting well. His last two games, 32 minutes, smashed. You know, 43 fantasy points against Sacramento and 38 against Indiana. Um, but you know, also that's what you run into is do you do you think he's going to play 30 minutes? I mean, because then you see the right. 18 and 11 minute games before that. And right. you, oh, Okay. It's tough, but, yeah, I mean, the guy's been smashing. We know he can smash. We know he's got the upside. We saw it with the clickers in um, a lot of limited-time you know, frames as well. So definitely against Minnesota, I think there's – against that second unit, I, I totally agree.
0: Um, so I don't know if you've caught wind of what Robert Williams has been doing um, in limited time, but he's been going ham, uh, specifically – Defensively, three six three three blocks the last four games, um, thirteen rebounds, and they're talking about trading Tristan Thompson. They're talking about extending Robert Williams. Uh, I don't love the price; I think it's
1: elevated. I, I haven't loved the price since he started going up. I know, but like, ah oh man, like he's he it's has flashed Utah. forty point ups. It's Utah. It's Rudy. It's true. Um, I, I just know, I, I don't love it. I don't fair. love it think tournaments, obviously. I think we we're both going to agree on that. Tournaments for sure. Like, if you just, I mean, on FanDuel, I don't really, I, mean, I don't see why you would probably have to play him. Like, but on DraftKings, you know, I, I mean, I think maybe in a tournament you could probably slip him in. Um, I mean, the guy, we, we he's got massive upside. We've seen it. He's playing really well. Um, so I, I don't like totally disagree, but well, he's what, what other, about- he say- on FanDuel. So yeah, uh, like, uh, well where where else like
0: below him where else would you where else would you look like tony bradley you mentioned earlier um you know 21 22 minutes and two of three but he's like
1: been playing well right i mean yeah about the mubs brown kid i mean i think
0: that's that's good. i think that's where i'm going I think just, the 20 plus,
1: plus. I mean, he's putting up 20 plus fantasy points. He's been playing pretty good. 20, 24, you know, uh, fantasy points in three straight since he's kind of gotten that starting position. We already know he's going to be facing, you know, Lamar caitman or you know, so you know. So I feel like that's probably the spin down for sure. I think we both probably already knew yep. that. But yep. uh, yeah, I feel like you could just go down to there and just kind of punt a little bit, knowing that he's going to get the run and uh, just kind of go from there. It's a great matchup.
0: I think an interesting uh, pivot off of him, and this is probably the last guy I would consider, is Jackson Hayes, who has seemingly hopped over Willie Hernan Gomez. Willie's um, gone. Yeah, Willie's gone. Uh, now hey, well. Jackson Hayes, 21-11, but 20-24 minutes in three of his last four. And in all the games he's played 20 minutes recently, he's top 20 fantasy points. So... Um, just, you know, it's Portland. On sort of, of,
1: March 3rd, against Chicago, in 11 minutes, he put up 20 fantasy points. So, right, it's not bad. Not bad at all, kid.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's still that Steven Adams guy who can can fill it up in a short period of time. But if this game were to blow out, or, you know, just in general, Jackson Hayes is the backup center. So, um, right. just a thought, um, Sean, yeah. before we get out of here, anything else? else for FA Nation.
1: No, nope. I feel like it's gonna be a pretty interesting slight though after after the preview that we that we did.
0: I do too. Um and uh if you want more from Fa- Sean are you on the
1: playbook? Uh, yes that would be
0: that would be Sean and uh you can find Sean at S Mitch S Mitch77 or S Mitchell 17 yeah, yeah, I am all over the gosh dang place. Just plug plug your twitter i don't i don't i tweet at you 37 <laughs> times a day and I it can't. is
1: at s mitchell one, one seven or 17 yes <laughs> yeah and i
0: am at the underscore real underscore grande um you'll catch us in chat all day you'll catch us doing content all day we'll have the we'll have the works live stream at five thirty. uh 520 we'll we'll keep you posted just- on the uh a time of the live stream, but it, it should be running.
1: be running a little bit earlier. Yes, it
0: could possibly be running slightly earlier, but um, uh, yeah, Sean. Uh, thanks as always, and uh, we'll catch you guys with all our wonderful content.